Maybe you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. the most uh, outwardly lively I ever get. It was like you play Pokemon Go. Do I? Yeah. I don't think that's accurate. If it is, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I've never respected any of those people. It's I like c- you're in for a world of pain because it is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people who play Pokemon Go. I don't think I look anything like them. One time I was uh, I was working dinner. They're all wearing and, backpacks. Uh, uh, all these people had just come in from the Pokemon Go outdoor festival. So like the whole restaurant yeah, was by full. That. They were full of Pokemon Go people at Summer House. It was just like, who the fuck are you guys? Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. We walked through that festival without even knowing it was happening. Yeah. Was it a fun time? It looked it, it looked like Bonnaroo for <laughs> people who had never stepped, who, who had never worked out once in their life. Yeah. Like, everyone was real fat or, like, fat enough to be, like, you're fat. Or, and they all had backpacks. It was just, like, why? I don't, as a, as someone who's, like, immersed himself in nerd culture it made me ashamed for them what do you think about all this augmented reality you think it's the future what is that that's what pokemon go is it's where it's like you put your phone and it sh- does the camera and then it shows the pokemon standing there so it shows like the real background through mm-hmm. your phone but mm-hmm. there it adds something to it yeah that's interesting you know i was thinking fun if they make a they make an augmented reality version of being john malkovich so you just see malkovich everywhere? yeah he's just all over the place i bet someone is working on that I think I just thought of it. <laughs> it's a really good idea. Would that be pretty fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it'd be so fun to look at your phone and then John Malkovich come around and he says, "Hey, I'm I'm John Malkovich." <laughs> What's up? But they don't say that. Who? People in real life aren't going to say, "Hi, I'm John Malkovich." People are going to have words. No, the digital John Malkovich would say that. Does it wouldn't it... change. Well, it could change people to John Malkovich too. D- does it? So characters on the screen, they make their own noises, obviously. I think they could. Okay. All right. I can see that. The world is your oyster. Do you like that movie a lot? Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, but I really enjoyed it. I watched it again like a year or six months ago. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Charlie Kaufman's the best. Yeah, he's... I I don't know what he's done lately. He did... Last thing was Anomalisa, which I have been referencing often lately. I don't know what that is. It's a claymation movie. Okay. But not related to, like, the Wallace and Gromit guys? No. (laughs) That's the only claymation I know that's like been successful. <laughs> you don't like well, you don't you don't like those I'm guys. I'm not saying I don't like those guys. I just think it's funny that you assume that if there's a claymation, it's, it's the gotta Wallace be, and yeah. Gromit. Who else? Who else does claymation on a big big scale level? Who, do, Wes who does? Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson does claymation. No. Or those are stop, stop motion. Yeah. Okay. I mean, claymation Tim, is Tim stop, Claymation is stop motion, but. Claim yes. it, like it's its own style. Yeah. Well, Anomalies is not clay. It's like stop motion. Okay. Gromit. <laughs> that was good. That was really great. They like overpronunciate everything. Gromit. Do you like Walls and Gromit? <laughs> what do you, What do you think, Max? I'm just taken with Will's impression. It's It's very sweet. Don't do it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Becky's really into Sean the Sheep. Which is his kids' show. Sure. Uh, that makes sense. Um, I I haven't seen them in a long time. I remember liking, I remember I liked that they were into cheese because I was into cheese at the time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like cheese too. Cheese is really fucking good. Yeah, it's that, weird that it's a like character is based fat. on it, it. Isn't it like all fat? No, it's like 50%. What's the other 50%? No one knows. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Do you attribute your love of cheese to uh, Wisconsin upbringing? No. For real? I actually didn't like cheese until I was in like middle school. I thought it was like a thing I didn't like. Did you have to l- learn to like it? or it was I had to just learn to like it. You had to grapefruit it? Yeah, basically it was probably the first grapefruit, yeah. Where I was like, because I was into French food and I was like, wait. As a kid? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I was, um, and I was like, "Well, but the French people are really smart and so sexy, and they eat cheese. So why, why aren't I eating cheese?" Yeah, but what about the Chinese? They don't eat cheese. They don't eat cheese. Yeah, but you like Chinese food too. Yeah. So why why did France win? 
I wasn't that into Chinese food at the time. Wait, and you don't need to have one. Okay. Yeah, but I think as a kid, you're like, well, you can rationalize one of these. It's got to be better. I saw Crazy Rich Asians. That movie fucking sucked. I don't know what that is. I just thought you were talking it to people you saw one time. so bad. So, okay, so I saw a preview for Crazy Rich Asians, and I'm, like, and I'm like, that looks so bad. That looks like the worst movie of all time. But then it's getting amazing reviews, unbelievable reviews. So I, um, I went to it. Uh, I, I, I went on a date there, and every other person in the theater is Asian. And they fucking love it. It's very popular. I don't know what it is. It's super popular. It's a, it's a, so it's a rom-com where everyone is Asian. Well, it's... That's it? It's like a... Yeah. That's the whole premise? And, and the dialogue is like straight out of like a early 80s movie. It's like, it is bizarre to watch. Is it dubbed? No. Oh, okay. In fact, they never really speak. So is the whole gimmick of the movie, not gimmick's the wrong way to put it, but the whole aim of the movie, the reason the studio made is like, well, we want to make something for an Asian audience. Absolutely. And that's why I got good reviews, and that's why um, it's being, it's it's the fucking Chicago comedy scene in a movie. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of that? What? Well, like, okay, because Becky and I just watched Coco over the weekend, yeah. and I like Coco, but I read reviews about it afterwards, and it's the highest grossing movie in the history of Mexico. Wait, really? Yeah. And it's like, it, I like it, but it is not an amazing movie. It, I think it's like a, a above average Pixar movie, and there's some really good Pixar movies, some really bad ones, but like, it's good. It's I just really nothing. liked it. So did I, but it felt like the whole, the hero becomes the villain type thing, like, well, that was just straight out of Up. And there's different ways that it's like this is somewhat derivative of things they've done before. It's still good. It's still it still really was effective. Yeah. But it wasn't like this amazing movie. But sure. it, but I couldn't. I was really hard pressed to find a negative review. Not that I expected to find negative reviews, but just how people seem to really like the idea. Like, oh, you're. They made something where it wasn't based on stereotypical American background, and I totally appreciate that effort. But I think there's a level to it, like when it's like the all female reboots, where it's like the goal of this is clearly to try to make sure this is focused around women as opposed to a movie. So I'm, I'm not upset if that's the goal. What I'm upset about is if it's bad. But I think if it's the goal, it's almost kind of inherently bad. Which maybe I'm wrong because I don't think Coco is bad. Yeah, I don't but think I, Coco is. But I thought of something. Bad. I thought of something like Kill Bill. Like Kill Bill is like all strong female characters. It's good. But it it didn't feel at all like that's what they're trying to do. It just felt like they're just trying to make a good movie that right. happens to have strong female characters. Right. Whereas something like Ghostbusters or Ocean's Eight is like, well, now women are doing it, and like, like that's the difference. Is as opposed to it just being this is a good movie that happens to have strong women. It's like now it's women can be like the, the tone is totally I think what people are responding to. I, I don't like when a movie is clearly looking to get like some like a boost because of its adulation it's, it's of wokeness. like yeah if it's woke and, and it's not even really woke they're just making it about a group that usually isn't represented mm-hmm. I'm fine like the reason I saw Crazy Rich Asians is because it looked really bad I saw it got great reviews and I was like how cool would it be if this shitty looking movie was actually like amazing was it actually good. No, it was it was, really bad. it was really bad. Like if I was there by myself, I would have walked out. And then the person I was with was just like was like that's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like it was it was truly awful. There were there were parts of it that were really sweet and there were parts where I kind of got like swept up by it, but it was really stupid. Mm-hmm. Like profoundly stupid. Did it have subtitles? It was mostly in English. Oh, okay. And when when they spoke Asian it was don't fucking laugh at me. <laughs> was it like was it like Coco where it's like it, there were tiny bits of Spanish but it was pretty much all English? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a situation of um where the creator of the movie like Coco if it, if that is a person uh of that culture creating that movie for himself and people like him. Well, the director of Coco is the guy who directed Toy Story 3. I think he's just a white guy. Oh. But I like the whole cast. Virtually the whole cast is all Latino, yeah, and almost I, all Mexican. I, Does that make a I difference? I am so. I'm not just fine with it. I like the idea. Yeah, that I'm they not. Make a movie. I have no problem with it. And, and I kind of think Coco is like not just because Coco is good. Uh huh. But like, uh, like, 
Crazy Rich Asians is the best example where it's like, this is bullshit. This is only if if we were just judging this by the the merit of its like actual filmic quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It would we would be like, this is the worst thing ever. That's this like, shouldn't have been made. That's like a lot of stand-ups. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess we're not gonna name them, but like there are people where it's like, you are booked? Yeah. What? Once? How long? Do you, so, how long do you think this is gonna last in a medium like film? I don't know. Forever. Be, but well, okay, but like, say you could make Crazy Rich Asians and it's be bad every year for the next ten years and have people still celebrate it by year ten. If it's a commercial success, you can. People loved it. But Ooh. do they? But I think the tone that you're taking is like they loved it because it was fine. It was telling a story from the perspective from someone that wasn't stereotypical. I mean, American. they were like screaming at the jokes and stuff. I don't know. Here's another example. Well, this this is sort of the other the other mm -hmm. other end of the spectrum. Like my favorite movie last year, I watched it twice this week. Is uh, Call Me by Your Name, mm -hmm. which is this? It's like one of these movies that's it's like a romance, like infatuation, like first love movie. It's like there's been stuff like that before, but it's about gay people. Mm -hmm. And and in that sense, like I don't think they've ever shown something like that before. And it and it's like I don't give a fuck that it's about gay people. It's just a wonderful movie. Mm -hmm. It's like it's incredible. And and no part of me at any stage watch that movie. Am I am I like they're just trying to capitalize on the the current climate? Oh yeah, and I was really into like uh, you ever see Hedwig and the Angry Inch? No. Do you know that movie? No. It was a musical from like '04. It was it was an off Broadway musical that they made into a movie. And it's all, it's not all, but it's based around, like, a, a gay character who also lives his life as a woman. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't care. I thought it was like, I just think this is really good. Yeah, like, I, I'm never going to take the tone of, like, Crazy Rich Asians is bad because it's about Asians. What I'm taking the tone of, I'm I mean, it could be bad because of that, too. <laughs> I don't think it can. <laughs> uh, I, I just hate that it's being lauded as a, yeah. as a critical success when it's just people afraid to be like wait but this suck fucking sucks it's did, people being dishonest did it come out of asia or did it come out of hollywood no, it know. sounds like a hollywood movie I, if it's a, if it's all in english I, I i can't answer i just don't know i would assume it's that but because, i think it's it's like crushing in asia yeah i mean and i think that's one of the markets that hollywood is really going after for sure I mean, and it Chinese also just market. seems like like Black Panther was this like insane success, big time. And it's it is it is a good like, assuming one likes Marvel movies. Like I love Marvel yeah. movies. I take them really seriously. And like Black Panther is good. It's not the best one. It's not even close. Which it, which one's the best one? The best one is Infinity Wars. That uh, is but in terms of like an one? individual character, which one would be the best? Well, who, who's the best superhero? No, no, no. Which has the best movie? movie. Wait, wait, um, how do I answer? Well, because Infinity War is like all of them, right? Are you saying like which is the best character? So if it's, it's like, not an Avengers movie, like that's oh, an Avengers like movie, like not a team up movie, not a, like the like Iron Man. All Iron right. Man one was like the first one, right? Iron Man one is maybe the best one. Yeah, Iron Man one is really great. Uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. I was gonna say. This, the, yeah, the second Captain America. Mm -hmm. That I one is that's really good. That's fantastic. Uh, Home, Spider Man Homecoming is that good was very too. good. Yeah. Uh, all of these are, by the way, are better than Black Panther. Thor Ragnarok is really up there. Is Thor that, Ragnarok is that the one that recent, uh, the most recent one that came out for Thor. It's on Netflix, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it and it is what's happening with the movies now is like like Captain America three is basically an Avengers movie. Civil War, yeah, it's basically an Avengers movie. It's a great, it's a great movie. Oh, that's a Captain America movie. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. Captain America Civil War. Oh. Okay. But it's like yeah, everybody's it? in it. And with Thor Ragnarok, it's like, well, this is basic. Like Thor Ragnarok is like, it's like Thor and Hulk. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. You know, I started watching that movie. I need to Dude, turn it on again. It's the fucking best, and it's so funny. When Hulk gets in there. Can we start talking about things I know about? Wait, I <laughs> before we move away from Marvel, I actually saw something. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no. Joe. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. I saw something where they. Is that about Starcraft? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Talk about suicide. Joel like it. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw this thing where Marvel, uh, uh, the the woman character, Mar Marvel. She's like Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah, Brie Larson. She, yes, and she's like on the cover of some magazine with like this power pose where where she's like. Uh, 
imposing some fictional force onto it's not fictional you know like it's like it's, it's like real. this pose where they're like it's almost like they're pooping you know they're just like but because they because there's no like action that they're well, doing you don't get it i don't get it it looks terrible just from this photograph it was on it's some magazine and it's it just it's just this woman in a dumb suit just like uh, holding her fists not a dumb suit and just like <laughs> pretending that she's half cree stuff coming What's out cree cree is an alien race she's supposed to be uh how do, how do i open this with a bottle opener She's supposed to be uh, Middle Eastern now, Captain Marvel. Well, no, that's not actually right. You're thinking of Miss Marvel. Oh, okay. Miss, and that's a new character, is Kamala Khan. And that is one of the best comic books of a long time. It's right? On, it's on, yeah, that, that Miss Marvel is fucking. Yeah, and that, that's another. Miss Marvel is a really good example of like, they're, they're trying very explicitly to give representation to like, um, um, like As they Muslim should. American yes. youths. And it just happens to be awesome it's such a good comic book and they they lean on the muscles up but it's really interesting yeah like i don't i don't care about someone uh focusing something on minority but it's like if it's going to be bad and then we say it's good well now culture is crazy right you know i heard a good point somebody was like you know we don't need to make save some of that james bond black we just make need to make i just need a little more characters for that audience you know what I mean? Say that again. Like, because they were talking about casting uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. And people are all upset about it. And they're just like, no, don't put black people in white roles. Just make roles for black people. Um, I I'm both for and against what you just said. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. I, I mean, if they made Idris Elba James Bond, it was really good. I'd be like, that's fucking yeah, like, I, so cool. Like, yeah. I get it that he was written as a white guy, but it doesn't matter if you change him to be a black guy. It yeah, doesn't I'm, I'm change with Joe. Like, I, I only I only care if it's good. No, I and I, but I don't think that's the point. The point is that the the solution isn't to just make them black. Yeah, I also think that too. Where it's like it yeah. doesn't. It's not about let's turn. Let's try to create take characters and make them. Uh, resemble the way we want them to look. Yeah, like Ghostbusters. But just like create characters that like are that and just make them good. Exactly. Like well, that's I what get that. Well saying. Yeah, yeah, but so I both agree and disagree. Like I don't think it matters if James Bond becomes black. I don't think it changes his character enough. Yeah. To the point where it's like it's no longer him. But I also agree with you that like taking pre-existing characters, especially like an existing canon. Yeah. And changing them for the purpose of diversity versus just make a cool character that fits the bill of what you're looking for anyway. Definitely. So I see both ends. But I, I do think movies should be all white people. <laughs> you want this? Yeah. Dude, Call Me By Your Name is so good. It's like, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I haven't seen it yet. I highly recommend it. Where are you watching it? Um, I, at first I, I, I have like Amazon, so I'll just like pay four bucks to rent movies. Then I downloaded a Blu-ray of it. That's so interesting that you will steal olive oil, but you'll buy movies online. <laughs> it's just convenient. Yeah, you could pay for your olive oil. But it, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> but if the uh, if the movie's like really pretty, I'll download a Blu-ray so it looks like you get even more pretty. So like, then you own a copy. I just have it on a hard drive. But yeah, like it's your copy. Yeah. Okay, it's not just a rental. Well, it's a torrent. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. then you'll pirate it. Yeah. So if you like it, you'll steal it. But if if not, you'll just rent I it. I don't give a fuck about money. <laughs> Can I have some? No. You have more money than me. You should give me your money. I don't think that's how it works. You said you don't give a shit. I care very much about it. Well, if it's like $4, it's like $4. Can I have 4 bucks? No, you can't have $4. Why not? You just said $4. You have a lot a more than $4. <laughs> yeah, at least like You $8. give me $4. No, you said you don't care about 4 bucks. I care about 4 bucks. You're being Max. a child. <laughs> You're right. I should probably lower my voice. <laughs> <laughs> this beer is kind of gay. Yeah, the sour one's better. <laughs> the sour one was, like, really good. You know, the I'm lukewarm on the sour one. The, Do you it, not like sours? I love sours. It's Maybe it's because all the other sours that I've been drinking have been fruit-based. And so there's, like, yeah, it's a not sweet like, I'm not, like, blown away by yeah. it. Like, it's, a pre- it's pretty good. I was pretty blown away It's by very it. powerful. Like, the butter and dill... Is very powerful. It's like a pickle. It's almost overwhelming. Yeah, it is like a pickle. And it's tight. Does it have a name? I love Yeah, dill. this is uh, Berliner Weiss Dill. 
All right, so Rudy, Wait. if you like sour beers, go get that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not out yet, um, but how it's many a, beers do they make? Uh, it's like a new one every week. Uh, it's a collab with uh, public public and quality meats, yeah. which kind of has a, a legacy with this podcast slash yeah. the live show. Yeah. Founder of County Butcher. Yeah, that's why it's called County Butcher. Yeah, that's why it's so called weird. County Butcher because of public and quality mm-hmm. meats. Mm-hmm. Mitch worked there. Yeah, it comes full circle now. The show can end. <laughs> Goodbye. Dude, best breakfast in Chicago? Marie Jean? Nope. It's uh, Southport Grocery and Cafe. What'd you get? Dude, so have you been? Yeah, we deliver there. So fucking good. Is it? So fucking good. It looks crazy. Looked, uh, good. It's Southport or Bridgeport? Southport. Southport. So where's that? It's like by Music Box. Addison. Okay. Dude, it's fucking so good. I've been there twice. Uh, the first time, I mean, they do things that don't sound special. Is it a grocery store? Yeah. Okay. It's like a tiny little boutique grocery store, but there's also a restaurant in there. <laughs> got it. Um, first time I went, I got vegetable hash. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Then, this last time I went, I got an omelet that had, uh, it was pecorino, chevre, and herbs. And it came with this, like, red mashed potatoes. It's the best mashed potatoes I've ever had. And a biscuit with apricot jam. So fucking good. Do they just do breakfast? Yeah. Oh, really? They don't do Oh, no, they have lunch, too. They have lunch. Have you had lunch there? No. Well, I've gone at lunchtime, but I get breakfast. Um, The thing that they're really known for is their pancakes. I don't want to get pancakes, but they have these, like, um, I think they call them, like, bread pudding pancakes with, like, a vanilla anglaise. And I've heard that it's just, like, I I saw a woman next to me eat them, and I watched her face when she ate them, and it was, like, a, like, eyes roll in the head (laughs) thing. It was, like, um. It was, like, Harry Metzali, but silent. Like, every review I've read of this place is, like, this, the, the pancakes there are, like, the holy grail. They're, like, they just. Are you, do you get into pancakes? You know, I, I do, but I don't really ever get them. It's not really. I do. I do. I can't say I don't like them because I do, but it's like it's not like a go-to. I really like Swedish pancakes. I mean, the the way I feel the way about them, the way Mitch Hedberg described them, which is like you get really excited and you enjoy the first half of one. They're like, I'm done. That's how I feel about mac and cheese. Really? Yeah, I always feel like I want it so bad. Like some every like once a year, I'll just be like, I need mac and cheese, or else I'm gonna kill my dad. <laughs> I almost never crave uh, it. I do, but then I have two bites of it, and I'm like, if I have one more bite of this, I'll never eat cheese again. Are you talking about, like, good mac and cheese or just, like, craft out of the box? Good. Okay. I like good, yeah. Yeah, I just want to get, like, a super heavy, like, Like, I ordered it from Kuma's once, and I took, like, like four bites. I'm like, I don't want to finish this. It's really, well, that's how I am with most mac and cheese, but Kuma's has, like, a reputation for having great mac and cheese, and it just doesn't. Like, it it isn't bad. It's just got a lot going on. It's just fine. And you can put whatever you want in it. So I'll yeah. like put like garlic and like fucking bacon in it or some mm-hmm. bullshit. And it's like, I've, I think I've had it there twice during one of these phases, just because I live right there. Sure. Um, but yeah, mac and cheese is it's always like enough. Get out of here. I mean, it's be your own it, person. It's child food, Mac. But it tastes. It, I I understand why people like it, but it's just so whatever. Have you had that uh, the the pipe pasta at Royster? Have I had it? Yeah. I've been there once. You were there. I know, but I don't remember what we ordered. I, don't I remember we had the duck. We, didn't we had the duck. Pasta. We had, like, this crab rice that Chelsea gave us. Yeah. And one other side, I don't think. Dude, that, that fucking pipe pasta, it's with mint and, like, different types of limes. It's the best pasta I've ever had. It's better than Monteverde. It's, like, it's their only pasta thing. They never take it off the menu. It's just, like, it's just fucking, like, gonzo. Like, I went there with, Drago had a friend in from um, L.A., one time, and he said he was into food, and he wanted me to take him out, so I took him to Royster, and, like, that that pasta is just such a, like, showstopper. It's did, just so, like... Do they w- still do the duck there? I believe they still have it. Should we get the duck? Tonight? Yeah. No, let's just go to Kimsky. What the fuck? Because I don't want to spend that kind of money. You're rich. You won't give me $4. You're fucking so gay. If you gave me $4 every once in a while, I'd have enough, I'd have duck money. Beer is too sweet. You're just drinking into the microphone. <laughs> Our I, eight listeners are going to be very confused. Oh, I'm so hungry. Well, we're going to go get food after this. We only have, like, what, half an hour left to do? Oh, 36 minutes. I yeah. want to eat something beautiful. <laughs> that sounds like an album. <laughs> oh, should we go to Elska? What is wrong with you? Why are you, why are you closing your eyes? <laughs> Don't you have to be somewhere tonight? No, he blew it up. I just want to go have sex. 
Wait, is, was that a set that you blew off? No, he wanted to go to a restaurant. I was going to go to a restaurant with this girl, but um, uh, she couldn't get there until like nine. So I'm just going to hang out with her. Um, but in the meantime, I have to eat or else I will die. And Joe's really fucking me up right now. Oh, He's trying I, to kill me. I kind of hope you do die. Mm-hmm. I yeah, you can tell by your actions. Steal your soul. What was that, Joe? What? What was that you just said? I want to steal was your soul. Was that your funny riff? No, uh, funny? No. Funny? No, True, not at yes. all. <laughs> you you want to steal my soul? What are you going to do with my soul, Joe? I don't know. Probably uh, kick it around. You're going to kick my soul <laughs> Yeah, around. you deserve it. You're just going <laughs> to... Like You're a soccer ball. A, you are a piece of shit in life, so I'm going <laughs> to treat you that way in death. <laughs> just going to dribble my soul. Yeah. I'm going to try to do it with my left because I'm not really good with my you, left. You probably suck at dribbling. With, with my feet? That's what you dribble. Oh, I guess basketball. Oh, yeah. Go fuck yourself, dipshit. I just, in my head, I just wanted to pour my beer on you. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get you wet. <laughs> I, thought, I grabbed this and I was like, oh, oh this could be on Joe right now. <laughs> that sounds like your inner monologue. <laughs> yeah, that is, most of my inner monologue is like, man, Joe's always so fucking dry. <laughs> and I have agency in this situation. I never fucking do it. You're never going to anything. Fuck you, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drool. I never drool. This show's gotten really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's like a... I was going to say it's like a bottle episode, but it's not like that at all. What's a bottle episode? You don't know what that is? No. Oh, yeah. I forgot you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> a bottle episode is like when you have like... Um, you have a sitcom and it takes place just in one room and it never leaves that room. Okay. So like they're trapped in a library and they're like, how do we get out of the library? I don't know. The only thing we can rely on is the books. Is that, is that reserved just for like TV shows? Cause there are plays where that take place in one room. Yeah. But I don't think they call the plays a bottle episode. Okay. I think it's like they do it in community. Like when they do it in community, they always reference the fact that they're doing it. Never seen community. You know what? Like a few years ago, I would have been like, "Community's so great." Now I'm kind of like, "I'm sick of this." That's most. That's the way I think about most things. Is like, if it's still, if people still talk about it a few years after it's done, then it's probably really good. But people used to rave about shit like Heroes when it was on. I'm like, "You guys are idiots." I was really into it. Like three years from now, you guys are gonna look back and like, "What the fuck were we thinking?" Well, here's the thing: no one will ever mention they liked Heroes anymore. Here's what happened with Heroes, though. The first season was amazing. Then the writers' strike happened, and they they walked the picket line on it sure and it it ruined the show i can buy that the first season of heroes was like this is real they're, they're flying but like i know that like i trust that like break i still haven't seen breaking bad oh breaking bad is but like i trust it'll be good because everyone's i whenever i mention it people are like it's still great breaking bad wire sopranos yeah those are the shows whenever but other things that people are like you got to watch this is going on right now i'm like well wait because I'm sure it's not going to be very good. And I think to an extent it's back to the like the crazy rich agents thing. Part of it is like people just like the new thing. Yeah, Joe, do you shy away from that? If somebody's like, "Oh, this is the best thing. Everyone's watching it. You got to watch oh, it." There are only a few does. there, there yeah. are only a I few do. people who I I, whose opinion I trust, and none of them are in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's not entirely true. I do trust Max's opinion if he's like really, <laughs> if he's adamant enough. <laughs> like if it, if it, if he likes something enough to where it becomes one of his things for the week, where he's going to tell everyone about. I'm like, all right, there might be something to this. Oh, it doesn't take that much for it. Uh, especially to make it one of the well, things especially of the week. if it lasts more than one week. If, okay. If you're still enough. talking about it for like week two or three, like yeah. all right, this might be something. Like, yeah, like a multi-week bulletin board. Yeah. Then it's like it's something to tell your mom about. But otherwise, I got like two or three friends. Like, if they say something's really good, I'll be willing to try it out. But even them, they've led me wrong. Yeah, but that's not really what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if it's popular, you run the other direction. Oh, if it's popular, I assume it's bad. Right? Yeah. Me too. Can I just, like, I'm sorry to change the subject, but we should eat somewhere nice. <laughs> Kimsky's nice. Oh. What is, Kimsky is one of your top five. Not anymore. But it's now it's top six. What is wrong with you? Do you want to do you want to pay for a nice meal somewhere? I'm not gonna buy your food. Well, then that's the you thing. You have more money than me. What does that matter? That's the whole issue. <laughs> no, the issue is like I would like to continue to have more money than you, so I don't want to spend it. <laughs> You're way ahead. Not for long, Max. Yes, for long. <laughs> Potentially, likely forever. Maybe if you spent less, you would have more. You ever think about it that way? Never. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, <laughs> we should. Oh. 
You steal groceries and you still won't buy. I won't do it just for steal, the thrill. Just steal more groceries. I do it for the thrill. It's not a money thing. I just like to put vinegar in my backpack. So just put it in your backpack at home. That's stupid. You're right. Stealing is stupid. It's not stealing if you put it in your backpack. <laughs> if I just take stuff from my fucking lazy Susan and put it in my backpack, I don't get hard. Steal stuff from Kui <laughs> and Tian. Sometimes they take their seasonings. Oh, how does that feel when you do that? Mm, like nothing. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we share seasonings. We yeah, I understand. It's hard to s- steal a serving of seasoning. Yeah. They have really fun different types of MSG. What do you mean? They have different types of MSG. I really like it. They like have like they vegetable just, MSG. They just buy mushroom you? MSG. I don't, I don't even know how to buy it. They buy it, and then they teach me how to use it. You can't get it at like Jungbu? You could. I just wouldn't. Like, when you go to Jungbu, it's just like, you just look at these. You, you go into an island. It's just like a wall of, like, chrome bags that have f- Korean and Japanese print all over them. And I don't know what the fuck anything is. What nationality, what ethnicity are Tian and Kui? Well, it's funny. They're, uh, so they're Vietnamese, but uh, and they're really into being Vietnamese. And mm-hmm. they cook like they cook really good Vietnamese food. Like, oh my, like some of the stuff they make just like blows my fucking mind. But uh, Tian did a, and they really identify as being Vietnamese. Well, because they are. Well, Tian took a twenty-three and me, and he's like ten percent Vietnamese. <laughs> What's the other ninety? Chinese. <laughs> And I was with him when he got the results, and his face was so priceless. He's like, "What? What?" <laughs> no. Um. So I'm like Chinese. Did you do one? My mom actually got me one for my birthday, and I haven't done it yet because I don't care. Is it expensive? I don't know. She bought it. Do you just have to like answer questions? Like, how does it work? You spit into a tube. Oh, I got it. Yeah, and it's weird. I haven't done it yet because I love spitting in. Yeah, I know things. you spit all the time. Yeah. Do you participate in your the culture that you grew up in? No. Do you shun it? Uh, I've been dating Jews lately. So. But. How about you, Joe? No. I don't know what culture that is. I we, mean, like we were Jewish, but we. Uh, I never went to Hebrew school. We. Were, my mom gave us the option when we were like, it's the age to start. It's like, do you want to go to Hebrew school and get a bar mitzvah? And I was like, no. So we didn't. I was never raised religious. Uh, I'm very white. Uh, How about that? Do you, yeah. Do you like to participate in that? Uh, I mean, I don't know what part. I mean, you know, pe- like being racist and living in the suburbs. Well, yeah, but I mean, who doesn't like those things? <laughs> uh, I never wore North Face jackets, which was like the uniform of my. Su- uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar <laughs> doesn't like that. Oh, he's the one good one. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was the best thing when I was a kid. Uh, Wasn't he like a mean person? Uh, he was like a bad gambler. Yeah. Uh, I heard he was. He would call call his opponents names. I yes. believe that on yes. the court. Very. Yeah, I think. I think he used to trash talk. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you're the best at that thing, then you are probably the biggest dick. You know, just to everybody. That's because you can back true. it up. That's largely true. Someone like Drew's a dick. Someone I heard he's like, nice now. Oh, I, I believe Drew. he might be nice now. Did he watch it? I haven't watched it yet. He didn't watch it. I saw. I scrolled through HBO it's the make other Joe day. Feel bad. I don't know if that's true, but it might. No, I I know it's true. Drew Michaels' uh, HBO comedy special. Yeah. Did you watch it, Will? Yes. Did you like, like it? it? I liked it. I loved it. Yeah. A lot of people have not loved it. I really loved it. I thought it was great. I wasn't expecting to love it. I thought it was awesome. Has it been reviewed outside of comics? Yeah, I mean, it's getting it's it's divisive. Okay. Yeah, Rudy was talking about how he couldn't get through it. He had to turn it off. And I could see that, how it could be kind of like, uh, you know how those old those old 90s uh, dare commercials where it would be like mm-hmm. a hip guy talking to the camera and he'd just be like super serious and he'd, just, he'd be like, just don't do it. it well, has, he's not saying that. No, but it has that feel to like, it. Like a, the more you know type thing? Not necessarily the more you know in that it's very cheesy, but like like straight talk. Or like for sure, you know what I mean? Because there's no audience, right? And it's like one man show, you know, like John Leguizamo's one man show. I yeah, seen him. I like those. When I was in college, I thought those were great. This is not like that per se, but it does have some qualities of that. You know what's so crazy about it is like I've seen him do that material live, and it like crushes i could tell like well i couldn't tell really yeah because when because i probably laughed like 
three times during the whole special, which is more than most specials. I but agree. there's so many punches where I'm just like, oh, that's like an interesting thought. Yes. I, I much prefer watching stand-up in that way, like re- like recorded stand-up. I much prefer watching in that way than watching a special filmed at a, in a theater. I think that's so fucking boring. Because what happens when you see stand-up that's filmed in a theater and you hear every single laugh, what that's doing is it's cueing you to laugh. And if you don't laugh, you just register what you saw as a failure. You're saying, that's not funny. It didn't make me laugh. I don't know. Do you, I don't think that's true. I do think Ooh, that's true. I, I like that idea. I do think that's true. Yeah. If, it's, like, it's like when I watch, uh, it's like when I watch a, a movie, that like an action movie with a lot of comedic relief, and it doesn't connect with me. I'm like, well, this was a blemish on the movie. But those are two different things. It's different to say, I thought that joke was bad versus I didn't laugh at that joke. I can en- you can enjoy a joke. You can appreciate I'm humor just saying, without I laughing out loud at funny. it. I don't think it's funny. I'm not. I'm not weighing this the way I assess- like when I watch like a Greg Fitzsimmons special. I'm not thinking about him the way that I think about a comic I do stand up with that I'm thinking about maybe booking. I'm thinking about him as like he's a guy who makes a piece for me to see, and I watch it, and I never laugh, but I am consistently supplied with cues to laugh. I am told to laugh constantly, and I never do. How can I think anything other than this guy's not funny? I see what you're saying, but I think it's looking at it the wrong way. Like, it's one thing if, it, if you hear a joke and you think, that sucked. Why are they laughing? It's another thing if you hear a joke and, like, that was whatever, but I'm not laughing. But I to, think oh, – go, go ahead, Will. To, to Max's point about there being no cues, so, like, if you're in the audience at the show witnessing it live and everyone's around you laughing, it, it's easier to laugh. Of, you course. Know? of course it is. You're going you're, you're gonna laugh a lot more when you're at the live show. Yeah. But sitting on your couch, you know, with a beer in your it's hand far, – You're far less likely to laugh. You're far exactly. less likely to laugh. But, but – exactly. Let me do the butt! Will, do you get something else to add? <laughs> Here's the thing. I, the way you're assessing it, I think it's fair of assessing like a comic at an indie show. If a comic gets to the stage where they are allowed to have a special in, that's filmed in a theater that is broadcast on Netflix, then I'm going to be a lot more discerning about whether I think of it's course, funny. Of course, of course. If it's not consistently making me laugh, I think it's failing. And I think most specials are failing. When you watch a Tom Segura special, who you think is a good comic... It makes me laugh the whole time. The ho- you laugh the whole time. Not the whole time, but a lot. Not that last one. I love the last one. I recently watched his... I think it's the last one. Uh, he does the the... The you can only call something gay if it's a bunch of dudes fuck each other in the ass. It's That's like, hilarious. We, but like I laughed like three times watching it again. I laugh more than that. But it's uh, like I don't think his jokes I didn't laugh at were failures. I just think yeah, I'm not gonna sit here laughing saying, in front of my computer I'm not again. Saying when I I know what you're saying. I hear no, you exactly. You don't know what I'm saying. Let me. I'll tell you what I'm saying. Like it, the, the, the reason I like Drew's format is because when you take the cues out, then it then something it it isn't forcing something to be a joke that doesn't work i agree so it's like this isn't i just prefer watching that on your point about segura he has a cue for the audience to laugh where he does the punch and then he's like he's like getting ready to start a new thought but he doesn't so it's like oh you can only call him gay but and he says like but Right after the punch, and it's like a cue to laugh. Sure, it's like uh, he says the punch, and then he's like, but in other, you know, he's like pretending to move on, but stops. Sure, and then you know waits for the laughter to die down. It's a it's a weird tick. It almost seems like a like a nervous tick where you're like not sure if something's gonna land, so you pretend like you're gonna move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. just to make sure that. Well, there are ways to try to help sell what you're doing. Yeah, right. And give you basically, you're trying to. Almost trick them into being like, oh, yeah, that was fun. Or like we were supposed to laugh there. Or exactly. like, oh, this is funny. And like, this is the spot we're supposed to laugh now. The cue, which Max is against. I, I like, I don't disagree with Max. And it's really interesting when you watch like the, I don't know. I haven't watched a sitcom in forever. I don't know if they, I, I assume they still have laugh tracks, at least the bad ones. But when there have been sitcoms that like eschew the laugh track and like try to like, we're not doing it. Like when, you weren't alive, neither was I, but like MASH was like, we're not using a laugh track when we're in the operating room. I don't know if you've ever seen MASH. Mm-hmm. 
So like that, they made like a big deal. Like we will have a laugh track on the show that clearly has no live audience. Yeah. But we will not do it in the operating room. We think that should be a separate tone entirely. And it was like a thing that they did. Or when like Sports Night, which I was a big fan of in like 98, 99, they fought really hard to get rid of the laugh track. And by season two, it's entirely gone. And it's because, well, you don't need to... it changes the tone entirely of the thing you're watching where it's like, oh, we're supposed to laugh here. So I agree with you, but there will be a time if everyone started doing specials the way Drew did, where it's just two camera, there will eventually be a time where it's like, well, I kind of, there's something fun about seeing people have a good time. There's something enjoyable about that experience. And I think, I think (laughs) it's not that I hate seeing people have a good time. It's that I think in that specific way, I just think it seems so antiquated and patronizing. Like, I think there's a reason why things like Parks and Rec and The Office and... uh, 30 Rock. Yeah, 30 Rock. Like, stuff like that. Like, those are the biggest comedy shows of the last, like, 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. And it's because when people... Like, when ordinary, like, college-educated people watch something that has a laugh track, like, they just... They're like, do you think I'm a fucking idiot? Do you think I need my hand held to be told when I'm going to laugh? It's People are... I think you know? it's I think it's interesting because it's not necessarily a laugh track on those specials, but yeah, it is. Exactly, it, it, it serves, but it is. It serves a very it serves a very similar function, but it's not exactly the same thing. It's not exactly the same thing, but f- for our purposes as sure. viewers, it is doing the same thing as a as can laughter. Sure, but I don't think the success of the shows you mentioned are because of a lack of laugh track. I think it's probably because the writing is better. Yeah, but I think that they would suffer from... I'm not saying it's it's all it takes for a show to be successful, a it's, comedy show, sure. is not having a laugh track. Of course I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that that makes them better. People like that. Then that to to continue to have a laugh track is something of the past. It's it, like I want like I'm sure Mulaney's show would have been way better if it was single cam with no laugh track. Oh, I agree. It's like bumpers and, and bowling. Like you're just making sure the ball doesn't go in the gutter ever. And it's just like... it. I feel like a laugh track, like assuming that there's like comedy TV shows like 300 years from now, we'll look back on it and being like, how stupid were people in 1970? The only objection to that is when it's not a track and it's filmed before a live studio audience, which is, I, mean, I don't care. Well, it's it is a little different just because it's not manufactured. I agree. I mean, but that I mean, what that also applies to a stand-up special. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's exactly. Not, exactly. It's not canned laughter. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm st- I'm opposed to it for the same reason. I agree with you. There's obviously something a little bit better about like the organic quality yes. of like watching people laugh in a stand-up special as opposed to like like fucking um, Big Bang Theory where they just play laughter noise. Agreed. Know? Yes. But. So I recognize there's a difference, but I think for my purposes as a viewer, there's not. There, in, in both instances, those things are left in to give me a cue to laugh, assuming that I'm not smart enough to know to laugh on my own based on the content I'm consuming. Okay, and if, fuck you if is I'm, my response. If I'm watching like a funny movie, like, and if I'm in like a theater, mm-hmm. and a joke comes along, a gag comes along that the room laughs at, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think. Oh, that joke failed. Why not? I. It depends on the joke. It depends on if it's like. Well, it depends if I look at it and think that was awful. Why are these people laughing at it? Versus, I get it, but it didn't. It you. didn't elicit the response for me that it did for them. It doesn't mean I hated that joke. It might. It might. Sure. If the ver- if I thought these people are idiots, why are they laughing? Then I means I hated the joke. If I thought I get why they're laughing, but it didn't work for me, that doesn't mean I hated the joke. It doesn't mean I thought why are these people putting it in this movie and but it's you're not just working. Saying it can be any. You're not really making a declarative <laughs> statement. Yes. You're saying it depends on the situation. Of course it does. Like I don't think because something has a laugh track, it's bad. But I do think because something has a laugh track, it's treating me like I'm an idiot. And I would prefer not to be treated like that by the entertainment I'm consuming. Oh, good luck. Yep. <laughs> good luck. I mean, that's that's that we, Drew Michael special doesn't treat you like you're an idiot. I'm saying those things are few and far between. Definitely. I don't think so. That don't... Thirty Rock, many seasons of all television, the percentage that won't try to 
that that the percentage that patronizes its audience to try to maximize its revenue and ratings is absurdly high. It's got to be like 95, 99%. Well, I don't watch that much comedy television, but I do know that single cam is now the norm. Sure. But even that is is by the wayside. I mean, like... What's, what do you mean by the way? So what they're are not they, doing single cam anymore? Well, parks. You you mentioned all like the like the really good ones, but there's not currently one that's going on right now. Because you had The Office, you had Thirty Rock, you had I don't parks even and know Rec. what the big comedy is right exactly. now. Exactly, because it's not there. Was it like Rick and Morty or something? I think they're doing like a newsroom one. I think Tina Fey is actually like producer on that. No idea. Yeah, I exactly. Have no idea See, what you're talking about. And that's the thing. I mean, I'm way more out of touch than I was when like 30 Rock was on air. Oh, 30 Rock is so fucking good. Yeah, it's great. So, do you want like all specials to be like Drew's from now on? I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm kind of opposed to the idea of a special in the first place. Why? Okay, I'm not I'm not opposed to the idea of a special, <laughs> but I think specials worked better when like one-tenth of the ones that are currently coming out are coming out. Oh, sure. And it's, generally speaking, the lowest form of stand-up. Live is the way to watch it. But, like, a really, really great special does do something. Absolutely. But But they're so rare. They're so rare. Even from great comics, they're rare. Yeah. That was always so special about Louie is, like, uh, you'd watch his specials and you would laugh. I mean, Mulaney was that way. Mm -hmm. He still is that way. Uh, but there's there's really just a handful of people that can transcend the awfulness of translating this medium into that form. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's basically basically no one, um, and yet we give everyone specials now because it's a cheap media to produce. Oh yeah, incredibly cheap. It's incredibly cheap compared to a movie. Mm-hmm. It's so cheap, you just fill up a room and then have people talk. You can put us together a special for probably fifty grand easily, maybe a so, hundred. And I think that it's it's like decaying the the medium even outside of fuck you, Dad. Um, decaying the medium out, even outside of the special. It's like de- it's making all of stand up seem worse, and it's it's also making the idea of getting a special being like, should I what? Well, I mean, it cheapens the idea of it, and then it also makes it more frustrating when you don't get it and you see the people who do. It's like what's happened to the scene here. Yeah. Of like just getting good spots, dude. These fucking I watched. Um, Watch, like, the second wave of 15-minute specials on Netflix. I haven't watched any of those. God damn. Some of them are... Do you know who Kate Ouellette is? Nope. Dude, she's so bad. She's so fucking bad. She's this New York comic that... I mean, she it's like the Crazy Rich Asians thing. Like, she has a career because she's, like, a staunch feminist. Like, she's the staunch feminist comic, and she is bad at writing jokes. Like, just bad. And, like, you, you can just... It's inarguable. Like, you can just watch her set next to the other sets, which I also don't think are that great. Mm-hmm. But, like, Did you just hear the amount of laughter, and it's like, she's, like, almost bombing. I want to s- watch this. What is this? Who is it? This is the, I forget what they call it. It's There's, like, like 15 like, min- yeah. specials that are, like, 15 minutes. Or a half hour. They have some, no, they have a half hour one, they have a 15-minute one. It's called, like, the, the comics, or it's mm-hmm. got some, like, bullshit name. Yeah. Yeah. Does Josh Johnson get one? Yeah, he did one. He had one of the better ones. What was her name, the one that you don't Kate like? Kate Willette. She's so fucking bad. <laughs> I'm going to watch that. Just, like... We should, it, get, we should get her on the pod. God, she's terrible. She had a she had a status that got shared um, that I really liked. Like, I think she's smart, but she had this status about flirting where I was like, you, you hit that on the head, but you're not funny. <laughs> you're just, like, a, you're just like an ad- adequately woke and articulate. So it's like... They're trying to reach the masses with this art form, and that's dumbing it down. I don't know what the goal of the 15-minute specials is. What did you mean by that? You mean Netflix's or the comics are? Well, uh, Netflix. I mean, Netflix just wants cheap content. Yeah. And there's tons of comics, especially now, who's like, you can do 15 minutes. Let's put you on TV. Or Netflix. minutes. Which is such a ridiculously small amount of time and. The scheme of things. So many people. So many comics can do fifteen minutes. Yeah, like a really good fifteen. So it's just incredibly cheap content for them to put out, and then on top of that, most of those comics are going to be super excited that they got this, so they're going to help promote it. So it's like money in the bank for something like Netflix. Like, why would they not do it? Agreed. But comics in general, like this, cheapens the whole idea of getting a thing like this. I think the hour specials are worse. What do you mean? I mean they're in. Insofar as they have a capacity to cheapen the art form, I think like the 
like the sheer number of our specials has really just made stand up seem like just like a pile of trash. Yeah, I agree. There's just so many, and it's like how like if you if you just like search because I I watch a lot of specials. Like when I write, I usually watch stand up or I listen to stand up. I'm like constantly looking for new stuff to watch, and I usually zone out mm -hmm. when I'm watching it. But I just like to watch stuff I haven't seen, and so like I'm constantly in a Netflix Netflix queue. Um, looking through all the different specials, and it's just like, who the fuck are these people? And they're endless. There's so many Netflix specials of these people that no one has ever heard of that have no chance of ever being anything. And it's just like, what? what is this form? It's so weird to me. I just I just can't wrap my head around it. But that's probably at least in part because the medium on Netflix is new. Sure. It but just, it's just the sheer amount of them. I mean like there's good ones. Um, like, of like course that, they're going to be good ones. Statistically speaking, one? some of them are going to be good. Ryan Hamilton? Yes. I love Ryan Hamilton. Oh my Hamilton. god, that yeah. one is so good. I'm I think it's cool that you like him because I think he's so great. That one He's is... an incredible joke writer. Oh wow. He yeah, Ryan Hamilton is a stellar comedian. For sure. So that's the thing. It's like you have to wade through all this fucking shit. But that's the way mediums all mediums have ever been. Like True. of every movie that's True. ever been made, almost yep. every one of them is garbage, yep. but some of them are fucking great. Yep. Same thing for television, same thing for music, same thing for stand-up. That's a good point. Yeah, definitely. It's Almost like all things at, suck. When you look at uh, Netflix, you have mm. movies, and you see so many that you don't know or you know to be bad, you don't think, well, movies are bad. Yeah. But I think, so, I think, I think the difference is that movies are a more central cultural medium. Whereas stand-up is still kind of foreign to the majority of people that watch it. Sure. Like, movies are central to the lives of basically everyone in the country. Stand-up is something that people have seen, like, once? Maybe. Yeah, most people have not seen stand-up. Most people who see it live don't see it that often. It's mm -hmm. very rare that people see it a lot. And then people that watch specials, it's like, they probably, you know, they've probably seen, like, Tosh. Sure. And they've seen, they seen Louie, but now they say they don't like yeah, it. Yeah, they've seen the big ones. Yeah. Uh, so I think that there's more, there's sort of more at stake at staring at the proliferation of terrible stand-up so specials on like Netflix th than there is with movies. Yeah. So you're saying there's like uh, an impetus, or there's some sort of motivation for both Netflix and the comics that they select to like nail it to try to represent the medium well. Well, what do you mean by impetus? Like I, I mean, if by like impetus, a mission, you like mean an, incentive, like, I don't think there is an incentive. Yeah. I think net what Netflix is doing makes sense monetarily. It's but like, you're saying you wish they did that. Of course. Well, okay. So let 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 uh, okay, let's do this. How would I like for new media to present stand up? I would like for them to present much less. And, I would like and for them curate to, it better. Yeah. I would like them to be extremely discerning about curation, and I would like them to release a stand-up uh, stand special seldom, maybe maybe five times a year. You know what I mean? Something like that. Um, I think that that would be best for the medium. Now, I don't think they're going to do that because I think it makes economic sense financially for them to, they make too much money yeah they just and and i don't really get it but i just know that stand-up specials are comparatively cheap to produce mm -hmm. so why not just make a million of them so people spend more time on netflix and you're right about more being at stake because they're shoving it down your throats and so much so that it, it they, they could just ignore it Exactly. Like, no one sees a bad movie and they go, you know what? I don't think movies are for me. Yeah. But people, but it's very likely sure. yep. someone could watch a stand-up special and be like, stand-up is fucking dumb. Well, it's like you can watch a bad documentary and be like, I don't like documentaries. It's yeah, but it's, I think, I mean, that's true. Yeah. But I think it's less likely than with stand-up. Sure, but it's a similar phenomena. It's similar, but I think people, the average person has seen way more documentaries than they have seen stand-up in any form. Of course. So, yeah, I agree. They're much more, every special is much more likely to be an ambassador of the form. So, like, if we're looking at stand-up as something that, like, well, the, the amount of content is exponentially increasing, and we hope that the amount of viewership will at least somewhat keep pace, then this is a bad thing for stand-up, the proliferation of specials. 
It's like the boom in the 80s. Like it, the stand-up special is the comedy club in the 80s. They just started building all these comedy clubs and then they couldn't fill them with good acts. So people were just like, this is bullshit. I'm not going to go to these comedy clubs well, the anymore. The difference now is that there are a lot of good comics who won't get specials. Whereas in the past, like, there were not that many good comics in the 80s. There were far more comics now than there were in the 80s. Yes. There are, it's probably tenfold, if not more. And so, and so just by sheer numbers, the number of good comics right now is for, dwarfs what exists 30 years ago. But it's not, I mean, there's tons of good comics that aren't even doing anything. Yeah. Whereas you're going to see people who get specials who like, well, they people get things for the same reasons they've always gotten them for reasons where for reasons beyond their simple talent. Yeah. So that's the same that that analogy that still works then, because because those guys that would headline at the comedy club mm-hmm. because there's there's so many comedy clubs they'd be able to headline when they didn't really deserve it sure quote unquote like they don't really deserve the special now and so the but i'm saying like they're in the 80s if there was a good comic they would get noticed they would get into clubs whereas good comics now you're gonna have a lot of good ones you're just like yeah netflix isn't interested again this year because they they already got their 15 and they fit all the demographics they're looking for they fit all the niches they're looking for they don't care if it's good they just care if it's good enough so I I mean it's very similar in that there is yeah. a there is a boom right now Definitely a boom. and the boom is different. And yes. so I think in it, in previous generations like the 80s if you were great you had a bevy of opportunity that was probably going to lead you somewhere. If you're great now, I think great is going to do fine anyway, but being like a notch below great like pretty good get in line. Yeah, right. There's a lot of that. Well, it's uh, that because I we know good com- we know really good comics in New York who like you, they haven't done anything yet. More competition. Like all the comics in New York outside of Drew, who are, have done anything so far, who we've known, who've come out of Chicago, no straight white guys. And that's and that's not to say that like straight white guys can't succeed. Drew is clearly succeeding. McMahon is clearly, if he puts his life together, will succeed. <laughs> but it's like. It, because it's all about demo, it's largely about demographics now. It's a lot of all right. We got enough of you. Wait till next year, maybe. Wait till another Louis falls off, and then you can step up. Well, the, these last so the last two rounds of uh, fifty minute specials, uh, they've had like six or seven comics on each like season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in each one, one has been a white dude. Exactly. Uh, and the one this the one this year is this guy Max Silvestri, who's like he's fucking awful. He's Mulaney's opener, and he like. He gets he gets on stage. It's like he's doing like Sarah Mowry's act. He's like he gets on stage and he's like, I know. I am a straight white man, and I know that we don't really need to be saying anything anymore. Like oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> you should do. I, I hate him. I hate him already. If, <laughs> it'd be really funny to. And what's? I mean, it's not doing well. I hope not. <laughs> that guy deserves to be shot while he's on stage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit much. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you do seem. I'm upset. not sure. Well, like like that. That is so distastefully stupid. Like, if he had a good punch following that underlying, like, yeah, that's a stupid thing for a human being to think, let alone say out loud to a room full of people. Then, yeah, good for him. But if he's just gonna say that sincerely, go fuck yourself. There's nothing redeeming about saying that. Well, his his take is like, we've had a good run. Now that's it's our it. time to be, you know. We've been talking for a long time. That's it. Now for once, Louis had Louis had a much better take on this years ago about how uh, like white people are going to pay hard for the shit we've been having. And he talks about how easy it's been to be a white person throughout history. That's the time travel joke. Where it's like I can go back to year two and like oh table right this way, sir. Like that's a good bit that Louis, is commented. You can't on have this. good bits if you jack off. <laughs> oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I just hate. I mean, I don't know if you agree with me or if you care, but I I agree with what you're saying. I don't share the vitriol. It's so hard to have that vitriol in that situation because then you just look like a fucking bigot. Yeah, you just look like the problem. You can't, and that's kind of the point of the bit. Sure, I get I get people's perspective when they take that angle. I don't think it has any base in intellectual honesty or sincerity. I think it is all about scoring points. I agree with that. It, it's it's weird when you 
It's like the thing with like Zach Lampkin, where it's like that guy was like super woke and against Jordan Peterson, and then he's a fucking rapist. I don't know if we were going to talk about that or not. Was that were you thinking about? It? I just wasn't going to bring him his name up. I almost brought his Fuck name up him. last week. Fuck that guy. All right, I'll bring his name up. He's a piece of shit. Okay, he's a monster. Like we're all monsters. That's no, the we're point. not. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, this guy is a rapist, and I know you're a rapist too. <laughs> but me and Joe are not monsters. Yeah. You and Zach are monsters. <laughs> There, there are different levels of monster, but pretty okay, much. Okay, this guy is legitimately very bad. Yes. He is not, we are not all him. Agreed. I have never done anything like what this guy did and did repeatedly. I don't know, you've hurt my feelings many times, Max. <laughs> well, you don't know who this person is, but no, he's like, he's a rapist. Like, I mean, he was just, exclu- he was just expelled from the scene because he, ugh. 